Welcome back to the Lost of Sci-Fi Podcast. I'm uh, Leland, here with my good friend Elizabeth. Hi, everybody. Uh, we are continuing the spooky, scary month of October with uh, scary sci-fi adjacent themes. Mm. Uh, this week, we decided, uh, well, I well we decided we were going to each do our two favorite genre shows and pick scary versions of them to watch. Or in my case, fun versions. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, yeah I guess. Yeah. Uh, so... You went first. You chose X Files because yes. that's one of your favorite genre shows, and I of course chose Trek because that's just how life works. But <laughs> so you gave me five mm-hmm. episodes to watch. Now I of course have watched a first a, the first season and a handful of episodes, so right. I I can. If you look back to our X Files podcast, novice but can carry a conversation. You know the basic premise. Sure, sure, sure. And who the characters are. Right. So you gave me a list of five episodes to watch. Now, in my defense, because I was looking, there are some that I think are probably scarier. Mm-hmm. But I was looking at them, I'm like, eh, you really have to know the mythology of this show to really appreciate the episodes because there's some scary imagery, but the episodes sure. I think you would have found kind of boring. I basically found five episodes that I really thought were just fun. No, and I will agree with that because, and, and I appreciate that because I did not want to deal, because I didn't want to watch a show and have lingering questions. No, and the mythology is so overarching. Oh my gosh, uh, These were yes. all Monster of the Week episodes. Yeah and, yeah, and Monster of the Weeks are kind of my wheelhouse for shows. Sure. So you, from the first season, you chose episodes, um, episode three, Squeeze mm-hmm. and episode twenty one tombs, right. which is a a part one and two of sorts of the introduction of this weird character who is completely unexplained yep. on what he is or why he does what he does. Right. But he eats the liver of a human, mm-hmm. then hibernates for thirty years, yes. comes back out, eats another liver, blah 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 blah. But can. How would you describe this? He can really unhinge his bones and squeeze into like unimaginably small spaces. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Very creepy imagery going on there. Yes. And I'll start with part one first because I feel that part one, the episode squeeze from uh, episode three, season one, that I think the squeezing worked better there. Yes. As far as the, he would squeeze into the vents unscrew from the inside out, squeeze into the person's home or whatnot, kill them, squeeze himself back in, squeeze up the vents and go. So it was kind of like a, a locked room mystery. Yes. Yeah. like, And I feel that the creepy factor worked better. Like, uh, it, like when he would... Like his hands would stretch out over things. I mean, it just worked better there. And I think it's because it was so early in the season sure. that they weren't trying to do too much. You no, know, nobody I, really I knew if this show was going to take off anyway, so they're like, keep it simple, stupid. Yeah, you know? it, yeah. and it was simple, stupid. It was creepy. It was effective. Um, you know, of course, Mulder believed right away oh, that there was does. there was this person that was you know jumping through time essentially by sleeping Winter Soldier style, eating people. Blah, 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 blah. He yeah. found that old detective that was hell-bent that there was something wrong with this. This was the guy, yeah. you know, and his son who looked exactly like the guy. You know, right. all that, it worked fine. Right. Uh, even uh, Scully, to a point, was very much like, sure. Something's going on here. She yeah. knew, yeah. Um, when we get to episode two, episode 21 in the season, I really hated this episode. Yeah. And, and not for... The tombs portion was the best part of it. Yeah. 
it was all the bureaucracy that went along with it. Mm. Where again, this is, and I found, I think this is my biggest problem with the X Files, is that Mulder is the only one that seems to believe. Yes. No one else does, and that bugs me because they have physical proof. Right. And I'm assuming in later seasons, when they've seen aliens and are abducted and impregnated and killed them, they're still like, oh, well, you never know, and you're just yeah. kind of like. No. And I, that's the thing that I like is that sometimes people don't believe because mm-hmm. people are stupid. Sure, right? sure. But a lot of times it's that government conspiracy thing. They're saying, we don't believe, we don't believe, we don't believe because somebody higher up than them is saying, set him off the trail. Make sure, sure he does not follow this. Make sure he believes he is alone in the world and nobody will ever have his back. That's that's like a big part of the mythology. And totally fair, fine with that. But it's frustrating. It is very frustrating as a viewer yeah. because yeah. it's kind of like, especially... Like I get, his, I get the Smoky Man. I get why he would do it, mm. even though we know he believes. Mm. Um, and I get why Mitch, Pelegi, whatever he what is Skinner. Yeah. Okay. I get why he doesn't believe or maybe believe. Like I don't. Out of the out of the handful of stuff that I've seen with his character, I don't get a beat on him. That's he, uh, he's he really frustrating. A, for I me. actually really liked his development over all the seasons because uh-huh. he starts out as being the biggest pain in their ass. Sure, yeah, and ends up being the type of person who's just like you guys need to like he beat up an informant in order to get information uh, about Mulder. Like, he actually, like, went ballistic on this guy because... And sometimes I feel like it's because he cares about Scully so much. So it was really fun to watch Okay, so he's a good dude. In the end... It takes a long time. Okay, because the handful of episodes that I've seen thus far... He's an asshole. He's an asshole, or he wasn't in them. Yeah, true. So it's very much like, all right. Actually, they end up replacing him with somebody else who's even bigger asshole, so yeah. of course they do. Yeah. But it's... Frustrating when it's Scully. Yeah. When she's like, well, Mulder, you know, maybe, kind of, like, I don't know. And you're just kind of like... After all this time. And, and, you know, and she says things like, I've got your back. But you really don't. Like, I never believe her when she says she has his back. Yeah. Also, my God, I don't know what happened between... Um, uh, what's her real name? I'm blanking. Jillian Anderson. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and who we've spoken about before. Like, mm-hmm. I'm very pro Jillian Anderson. I love her. Yeah. She's awful in these first couple seasons. Like I don't almost, know. She almost got fired. It, I don't know if it's she wasn't maybe comparable in herself to play the role. Yeah. Or maybe the writing was just so piss poor for her. Kind of both. I, I'm not. You know, whatever was going on in the '90s. I'm glad to see as an actress she has leaps and bounds and has yeah. improved herself. She even by the time I was watching uh, one of the episodes last night, I, I want to say it was one of the fourth season episodes. Oh, and, ten times better. No, oh, it's just wonderful, you know, yeah. to see how much. But you know, she talked about she was she didn't she wasn't focused. She got talked to, and yeah. people were saying, you know, it's this close. But there was something about her that really resonated with the fans, so they kept her on. Just I mean, she got preg- sure she got pregnant, and that was almost it. Like they were just like, yeah. seriously, you're getting pregnant now, which is always a shitty thing. That's just like, well, yeah, a woman, like, woman wants to have a baby. Yeah. You know? Also, sometimes it just happens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's kind you of can, a thing that you happens. can plan you, is the best you can. That's you can. Even on the fucking box of the condoms, it says happen. only ninety eight percent effect. Somebody's so going to be in that two percent. It's too bloody ineffective yeah. to somewhere. Yeah, yeah. seriously, but. <laughs> Um, yeah, but you know, yeah. she got that's and that's one of the reasons why when I'm I'm trying to give people a list of episodes mm-hmm. to watch, I always like when you can give them like a couple first season episodes so you can really see how the show changes. No, and years. I agree, yeah. and, and it's like and I and I when we discussed the X Files in our podcast about the X Files, one of my biggest concerns was how 
poorly she was written as a woman character. Yep. Now, granted, in the episodes that you chose, none of that was effective. Which there is was, why I like them. Right. There was yeah. no man like, oh, well, you're just a little lady holding a gun, slap on the ass, yeah. go about your business. Yeah. Like, none of that bullshit. Yeah. So it was very much like, oh, I'm a competent person, but I just don't believe my partner, who I say I have his back, but I really don't. Yeah. And, and it was frustrating, in the, especially in, in the second Tombs episode. The first one I thought was actually quite well done. Yeah. For, as you put it, the shoestring and a budget of like, well, this may not work, so go. But by the end of the season, we're a hit now. We know we're a hit. We brought this character back because we left him hanging from the the earlier of the season. You know, and and she's walking around in a haze, I feel. And I'm wondering, I can't remember all the stuff that happened to her with the alien abductions. Sure, and and it could be an effect from a previous episode that I'm not privy to to knowing why she's acting the way she is whatever I think she's just shell shocked sure (laughs) yeah Um, now where I thought the tombs effects were awful in this was because it became it it became it became like his powers no longer had rules yeah that's always a problem like okay so I get he's in the vent he's squeezing through opening the thing I'm like got it fine um, but the, he's not a liquid. Right. The door hand where he's trying to squeeze his hand at the door. I'm like, all right, I buy that one. Mm-hmm. Him may or may not have been in the toilet. I was I was out. Like, yeah, I was just like, all right. It's out. too like, small. It was, not only is it way too small, it was like, how is he breathing? Well, I at that point, if you can believe that he could actually fit down the toilet, you could believe that he can hold his breath. Sure, for, but know, I didn't believe hour. he could fit in the toilet, so there, I was not on the whole. There you go. I was like, no, no, no. I always felt like they put that in there because we are It's a all, gag. Well, as a gag, partly, but also because I think all of us have this fear of the yes, toilet. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like for sharks. Me, oh yeah, because yeah, sharks live in water. Yes, water's in the toilet. Yes. therefore. Shark. When we were little, <laughs> little kids, our dad at one point, you know, being a dad and wanting to tell you what you should and shouldn't do, dad mm-hmm. said, don't ever put your hand in the toilet. And we said, why? And he said, because you could get sucked down into the drains and drown. And mom, of course, goes, Brad. And so ever since then, I'm like, this is why I don't like fixing my own toilet. He's I'll be wrong. honest. <laughs> I know. An easier would have been your hand will get stuck and it'll be in poopy water. Yeah, <laughs> like... that's all he had to say. <laughs> right. But no, he had to go for the suck down to the drain. But thing. there is the... In, in New Yorkers know that rats will crawl up through the sewer pipes. There was, well, no. Now, thank no. God we live in Southern California where that's not an issue. No. But, but snakes are. Yeah. We do have snakes that are local. And snakes can most definitely fit in those toilets yes. and come up. Now, I have never in my life ever <laughs> looked in the toilet and saw a snake no. or a rat. But the fear is there. Yes. Spider. Probably happened a few times. Well, there was just a guy. It's they. It's been on the radio. The pundits have been talking about it. This guy at a construction site. It's not in the United States. I can't remember where it is. Okay. But he was bit on the junk by a spider again. Sure. Again. Again. This is the right. second time. Yeah. And then I'm like, the second time he was doing something, wasn't he? You know, was, <laughs> what were you doing in there that the spider got there again? But you know, it's the, the toilet is a mysterious thing, and it's dirty. It, yes. Uh, well, you know. So to see her, the woman, the wife of the household that he was trying to get into, like, you know, she's doing the thing with the yeah. rotor, and you're just like, okay. And then she's having the tug-of-war effect with whatever's in the toilet. Yeah. Um, but then you see him, like, squeeze at the bars a second later. You're like, all right, I buy the bars. That's fine. Sure. But the toilet was so far out there that it really pulled me out. Like, yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm out now. You're trying to, like, suspend disbelief, and you're like, eh, too far. Yeah, because it was so ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah. again, 
funny concept, though, that he would crawl through a toilet. Sure, sure. But it is far too small for it. Even yeah. no matter what powers. And you're, and you're right. Yeah. Having a limitation on a power is what makes it realistic. And you need to have rules. And sometimes when you, when you get rid of the rules, yeah. it's like, ugh. I liked it because it wrapped it up, you know. Yeah, and it was, and, and it fine. The, the episode ended fine. Like we killed the guy; he never came back. I'm assuming. Nope, never. Done. Done. Like Done. cool. We yeah. saved the dude that he had. I think they maybe. Man, no, I think the dude was dead. I think it was too. Yes, <laughs> but it was just kind of like, all right, cool. <laughs> End of story. But again. <laughs> It was so frustrating because they're at the end of the episode. She's in the office, and they're like, "So you believe this is what happened? I believe this is Mulder's version of what happened." And you're just like, "Fuck you, bitch! Yeah, yeah come on, yeah, you yeah. were there, and she you always saw it all. She's always the skeptic through the entire. Yeah. Even with the new episodes that just came out, they're still." still not as bad because you know not only have they seen there was all a these monster things, in, the, yeah. in this in these new series, wasn't there? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. there was <laughs> like she'll she'll suspend more disbelief, but it's always like they had to get one person who is he will believe anything, and then one person who no matter what won't, and it was the friction between the two of them that made it so interesting. Well, that's what I loved about. Did you ever watch Fringe? Uh, no, I didn't. You, that. It just left Netflix, so I can't Crap. tell yeah. you to get on it. But yeah. Not that I don't ever, have enough things I need to right. watch. But Hello, if you ever did, Fringe is excellent. But what's great about Fringe, though, is it's like the X-Files, if everyone believed them. Oh, nice. Very nice. I mean, there's no aliens. It's all science, fact, kind of more, well, interdimensional stuff. Okay. So no aliens, per se, but futuristic. Anyway, lots of drama. Yeah. But what I found interesting is they were like, okay, well, this used to be a human that was transformed genetically. And they all go... No. And go, oh, yes, here's this to prove it. They go, okay, right. that's a genetically enhanced human. There you go. We live in a world where that's a thing. Now. Yep. There you and go. it was like refreshing. Yeah. Where even the up, the up hires were like, oh, so you saw that chemical that turned that dude into a thing? Okay, well, we have proof of that. Yeah. So cool. Now we believe it. Yes. Now it's good. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're like, oh, Leonard Nimoy's living in an alternate dimension that's on our plane, but not on our plane? Check. Done. We have proof. Yes. So it was nice to watch a show where the, everyone was kind of on the joke. Yes. But it's so frustrating to watch her. And you're just kind of like, come on, man. A little. <laughs> just a little. That, you know what? I wonder sometimes if that's another thing that the fans liked. Because it's like, all right, it's like the difference between dogs and cats. Mm -hmm. Dogs love you all the time. It's just like, I love you, I love you, I love you, they're all over you. Cats are most of the time like, fuck you, get away from me. And then they'll come and snuggle up with you and you're like, it's so nice. I wonder if it's the same with her because those tiny times when you would get a glimpse of her maybe believing, it's like you lived for those moments. You're like, oh my God, thank God you believe. (laughs) Then you suggested War of the Copenhagens. Copenhagens. Oh. Yeah. I just ran at Copenhagen's. That's, that's totally like, fine. I was like, because you know this? That's a word I can say. That's fine. Um, third season, episode 12. Yes. Um, all about roaches. Yeah. Now, I am not... Now, this one, this is an uh, example of an episode that from the very get-go was one of their more lighthearted episodes. Oh, sure. Yeah, sure, definitely sure, sure. funny kind of tongue-in-cheek in a lot of places. I, I love the idea that he thought for a moment that maybe the roaches were extraterrestrials and they were sending like because yeah. the, the roach was metal which I don't remember them actually f- saying why the roach was metal it was left open at the end of the episode yeah and, that's yeah. what it was okay I remember him going like it was a metal it was a roach it was just like what now I did <laughs> what I thought was good about this episode was that he was on his own 
Yes. For the majority of the episode. Yes. And that he kept calling Sully, Scully. Yeah. And she was very much like, what do you need now? Yeah, yeah. Now, what I found to be ridiculous was all the mundane things they had her doing. Yes, that was so every fun. It was great. She was washing the dog. She was reading a book. She <laughs> was, was eating, eating her dinner. ice cream at one point. You're just like, oh, you're doing all the things that single ladies do. <laughs> but it was so fun because <laughs> they established a pattern in that episode sure. that was so great. He would call her and tell her that someone had died. And she would ask him a question. He would answer and she would say, well, it's a blah, 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 blah. Which is brilliant. Right. And he would repeat the word that she said and then she would carry in the explanation. And that happened, that sequence happened at least three times in the episode. It was fantastic because every reason, reasonable doubt that she gave him on the deaths were like, yeah, yeah, well, I'm sure you're right. Yeah. You know, yeah, he had an aneurysm while pooping. Yeah, he died. That's a thing that happens. We know that there was roaches involved with that. Yeah. Now he still could have had an aneurysm. There just happened to be roaches there. Exactly. We don't know because the show was so open ended on the roach thing. Yeah. The roaches were just kind of a background right. to a whatever was going on. Now I loved. When we met Bambi. Oh my God. One of my favorite moments. It was amazing because I didn't hear it initially. Mm-hmm. When she introduced herself, I think I, maybe I just wasn't paying attention. She also, when she introduced herself, I think she said Dr. Berenbauer. Maybe. Like her and maybe only that, her doctor yeah. name, yeah. But when, but when he said Bambi later, yes. and, and Scully's voice was like, I'm sorry. Bambi. Her name is Bambi. She got so bitchy about it. And I was like, I would have been too. Yeah. I can't. No. Hi, I'm Dr. Bambi. Right. No, you're not. But I can't. I, I can't. Loved... Whatever you're about to tell me. Yes. I can't believe because your name is fucking Bambi. Yes. But Get I out. love the fact that Mulder was into her so hard so fast. Oh, God, yeah. But it was awesome because there's this great bit where she's explained to him how aliens are probably bugs, which you know he doesn't believe at all. But he's like, yes. Oh, I really? Believe... I, I, I figured he would believe anything at this I, point. I got the idea that he, you know, he believes aliens are aliens. You know, that's right. what he believes. But, but she She's saying that they could actually be... That's too far. But no, but, you know, the thing is that she's saying, you know, that it's actually like, you know, what is swarms of bugs and catching the electrical. And he's like nodding. And I'm like, you don't believe any of this. But then his phone rings and it's Scully. And he's like nodding. He's like, "Uh uh-huh, picks it up, click, not now, hangs up. Right, I'm like, I love that It was great. And I loved when... A Scully dress, she goes, you must be Bambi. Yeah. <laughs> Should I come like, in? No. And then she deliberately takes out her gun and cocks it. This is no place for an entomologist. I'm like, go, was, Scully! But it was so funny. Like, they had Bambi dressed oh, like Laura Croft. Exactly. Like, the equivalent of, I'm Laura Croft. I'm an excavationer. And you're just like, <laughs> are you? Are you really? Because the tank top and booty shorts leave me to believe mm, not an archaeologist. Not. Also, I'm telling you, if I was working with roaches for a living, I'd be wearing a hazmat suit oh my at God. all times. And she was in that house. Yes. Like, her office was upstairs. Insinuated, I took it as, oh, well, only the downstairs area is affected. And like, they're no, roaches. No, no, they crawl everywhere. They, they do things. They really uh, do. I, I found it unbelievable that there was that many roaches in the house for one, one scientific study. I don't know. You get um, one roach and they breed pretty true. damn fast. You know? uh, yes, the imagery of the roaches crawling all over people, gross. There's him, a great scene. Him picking them up was always gross. It was always gross. But there's also a great little bit where 
they're talking and a roach actually crawls on the screen as you're watching. I don't know if you saw that. No, I don't think I did. Yeah, there's there's a moment, I think it's when he and Bambi are talking, uh-huh. and what they did just for the show, just oh, to be sure. funny, they yeah. made it look like there was a roach. Apparently they, they backlit it a little bit too. There were apparently complaints from people who thought they actually had a roach crawling That's on the screen. That's fantastic. I wish that? I would have saw it. So Catherine always tells a funny story. She and her husband were at this restaurant in North Carolina, and you know they had the TV screens over the bar. Sure, and sure, sure. That episode was playing. This one scene comes up where somebody is covered in roaches. Catherine said their waitress had been talking to them and looks up at the screen, goes running pell mell to change the channel. She's like, <laughs> "We probably don't need to have a show about roaches on a screen in a restaurant." But it's you know, fair. Yeah, it I, is. No. Yeah. yeah. Um, my dad tells a story that there was there's a fancy restaurant. I think it's out of business. It was called the Hungry Hunter. Okay. It a big steak joint. Sure. Expensive steak joint. And he was on the second floor and a roach <gasps> was crawling across like the the rail next to their table. <gasps> and, and instead of I don't know so my father, he just flicked it. Oh my god. And I guess it went to the table down below and okay. they just lost their shit. And I'm just like, well, yeah, you flicked a roach. And it fell on them. That's even worse. <laughs> a roach is bad enough. Roaches coming from the air are sure. really bad. I I don't like roaches. No, no, um, few people do. No one really does. Uh, I'm not deathly afraid of them. I think they're gross. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's one of the few bugs that if you do step on them, they tend to step on you back. Like they really don't die. No, and um, they also does does that is that one of the things? Does it attract more roaches when you kill them? I can't oh, remember. I, have no idea. I hope Was not. it like send out a single or something? I don't know, like I, some chemical or whatever. I, I hope I, not. I, I do know that the joke is that they are they can last through nuclear winter. Yeah. Them and share, yeah. you know, and yeah. it's just like, all right, cool. Well, see, that's that's growing good music up in, and roaches, I guess. Growing up in Florida, I love that they have such a pretty name for one of the breeds of roaches. They call them palmetto bugs. They're about the size of your thumb, and they do fly. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, well, water bugs is what we, oh, the ones that. And there you go. Those end up in your toilet. Oh yeah, there you, you know, go. You can have roaches everywhere. Yeah, roaches in Florida. When I lived there, it was just like, oh, you check the bathtub every morning before stepping mm-hmm. in because they crawl up the, the pipes in the if night. If you keep recycling, you keep those bags outside because roaches will eat through the plastic to get to the sugar on the cans. Yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, roaches are—they're hardcore. Yeah, they are. Yeah, um, they are. But it was such a great. And I'm gonna about this episode. I'm gonna make a bold statement. Sure, sure, sure. This third season. I honestly think David Duchovny was at his hottest in that season. I really do. And he's wearing this black turtleneck that's doing him all the favors. The turtleneck was funny. I noticed the turtleneck because that was like... It's so like early 90s. Why are you in a turtleneck? (laughs) It was more like you're on your day off. Relaxing. No one puts on a turtleneck. But like, it's so like he's not wearing his usual FBI <laughs> sure. suit. So this is him dressing down. Oh, but, you know? but just dressing down, in my opinion, is not a turtleneck. No. Which is one of the most uncomfortable, hot, heat things. And oh, I'm really? Like, I kind of like a turtleneck from I, time to time. Sure, yeah. I guess. I, you know. I can't wear them very often in San Diego. No, maybe that's but, my know? problem. This was, I, don't, I don't live anywhere where one is required. This was generally when it was being filmed in Vancouver. So I think he probably could use a few layers. Sure. Yeah, definitely. I, all power to him. Um, I didn't. <laughs> enjoy that scene in the car though when the sheriff was like he's like why were your your windshield wipers on you're just like oh there was a, a bug. bug and he grabs his gun like <laughs> was it a roach and you're just like what are you gonna do with the gun are you gonna shoot the I, gun are you gonna, are you gonna shoot, shoot the roach and the guy was like what's up <laughs> <laughs> I like that sheriff guy I think he did a good job at the end when there's the explosion in the fertilizer mm. factory and manure is everywhere and the sheriff's like you guys should go to home you look Pooped. Oh, like, ah. Uh, so what was the final verdict? Were the roaches 
tainted due to the man's chemicals in the poop factory? Uh, that he had definitely brought, I think they believed that he had brought in roaches with the poop because it was like, it was all about alternative energy. Right. So they'd imported all of this manure and they had most likely... Different breeds of roaches. Roaches brought okay. in. That way they're making that little ping noise and sure. everything. So that was, that was that. But the whole thing with the... The legs of the roach, you know, being made out of metal and everything, yeah. well, it got desiccated and dissolved, so they didn't have any proof. They just had metal. So that was like the end of the episode. Something was going on, but they could prove absolutely none of it. Right. It was. It was a fine episode. For I think it was a perfect season three. Yes. Episode. Was, like you're like, oh, you're in such... the midst of all your crazy. Yes. Here's a one and done. Why not? And it's such. I mean, just just so many and nods for the fans too. Sure. Just little things going on, like she's using a, a, a product on the dog called Die Flea Die, and the people in the uh, what a convenience store were grabbing cans of Die Bug Die or whatever. Oh, that they? was like that was like a generic product that sprung up every once in a while. I found it very unrealistic that one she would have a dog with her career path of not being home a lot. Right. Into a Pomeranian. Did you watch the episode, uh, Clive? Bruckner's Final Repose. Did you watch that one? Yes. Um, uh, yes, that was the, the the sad one you recommended. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Wasn't that before this one? It was an earlier episode. You know, I don't have that one written down. I, so I, I watched it. I yeah, did watch it. Yeah, I, just, I think it's earlier in the season. Sure. Remember the dog in that episode? Was that supposed to be the dog? That's the dog. Ew. I know, right? Now it's even more gross. It's like, our dog only... Uh, I'll, spoilers. Uh, the dog. I remember only, the video. The note he left. Yeah. yeah. The... Um, um, uh, the dog only lasted a couple more episodes. It got eaten by a Loch Ness monster type creature. So. Of course it did. It did. And its name was Queequeg, which I thought was kind of cute. She named it Queequeg. Uh, oh, <laughs> well, we'll talk about that one episode. I, You know, I don't know why I didn't write it down. That's all right. I, I want to say it's, the it's because that's where she got the dog. No, it I was had, before the, that. Yeah. Um, that was Peter Boyle was quite good in it. Like The uh, Clyde? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, but you, you wrote in your email, it's a sadder episode. And it was... Um, I, I don't know if I would recommend it. Oh, I like it's another one that it's, it's a good episode. The don't writing, get me wrong. the writing is solid, mm-hmm. but I think when I rewatched it, I realized that a lot of things that I thought were fun were the little nods every once mm-hmm. in a while for fans. Sure, were definitely like um, the two police guys in the beginning of the episode are examining the crime scene and they're talking about well we called in this this one guy he's supposed to be an expert on these things oh yeah i was in academy with him he was spooky and you were so certain that they're talking about Mulder right. because Mulder's nickname in academy was spooky Mulder right um but then he shows up and it's actually the the cheesy tv yeah, the psychic flamboyant guy. psychic guy with the accent from europea yeah like, i was like what accent are you doing i know that was hilarious but yeah. it was another lighthearted episode but there were always like little nods here and there yeah. um clyde at one point was uh they were trying to get him to read stuff and he was like you know looking at little figurines and at one point he has a scrap of cloth he's like i've got it this is from your new york knicks t-shirt and he Mulder says miss that's a nod to an earlier episode where Mulder tricked a psychic by giving him something that was supposedly from a crime scene okay. and the guy spins all this stuff and he's like wrong it was from my new york knicks t-shirt and i'm like i like the little easter eggs it was like it was a good episode i thought peter Boyle was exceptionally good in it um nope. everybody drink it was it, it, what was weird about it, though, it was an episode that brought in, like, massive psychotic, or um, psych- psychic powers. Yes, yes. You're just like, okay, this guy has, like, empathic abilities, like, hardcore. Oh, yeah. He can tell when you're like, going to die. Yeah. And, and it was, again, 
like he saw his own death and you know he killed he killed himself correct or yes. he was yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and then was the dog eating someone yeah so i was watching this late at night falling asleep totally halfway through fine, it because it was kind of slower than the yeah. other ones so yeah it was he this guy when he would see you he would know when you're gonna die correct. But he was smart enough to know that most time you shouldn't tell people that because yes. people think they want to know when they're gonna die but they really, they really don't. don't you really know. don't yeah but his neighbor at one point who's obviously this woman with dementia and probably mm. near the end of life. He was taking out her garbage and she's obviously like all, you know, not in the real world. Right. And he looks down at the dog and he sees the dog eating something. He's like, get away, monster. And she had given him her lighter because she's just totally out there right. and just handing out things, whatever. Later on in the episode, he's looking at the lighter. He's like, oh my God, she had died and been there in the house alone. And the dog had snapped on her a little okay. bit. And that's why she was. That's why he locked the dog outside in the hallway, because he was going to be dead and he didn't want the dog eating him too. But it's also kind of like, don't they put dogs down? That's, I actually, uh, I swear to God, you and I are on the same wavelength, because I rewatched the episode and I loved it. It's one of Sure, sure. It's a great episode. I see yeah. why you like it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I actually Google that afterwards. I'm like, what happens to dogs that eat people? What yeah. happens to cats? I'm sure they do. I'm sure they have to because it's well, just the dog eaten. got eaten by a monster a couple episodes later. So I guess it's okay. And it was always a little weird that Scully would keep the dog, but at the yeah. same time, it was it was funny for a couple episodes. You know, now that you've was... made me realize that was the dog from that, I'm just like, oh, that's even weirder that it, she it even was... picked up the dog. I think she's. I don't know. I think she just felt. I mean, he even said maybe it's because it was kind of like his last request in the note. Yeah, he said, like, you know, it's not the, the dog, it's yeah. not the dog's fault. You know? And it's not like all when a dog eats you, yeah. like it's not. I mean, we've, we've discussed we've this. We've discussed this a bunch of times. Which is weird that one of our favorite topics to talk about off podcasts yeah. and podcasts is animals eating you. Yeah. Like that's that's unusual. I think it's just interesting that it's really a thing that happens. Uh, yeah, the, the episode was fine. It didn't really stand out for me, but. I always enjoy watching Peter Boyle because it's young Frankenstein. So you're watching it and you're just like, okay, I like you as an actor. Yeah. Um, And I thought that him totally not getting any of the psychic things correct was funny, even though I didn't get any of the jokes. Yeah. yeah, Um, I did enjoy the, the, the TV psychic asking Mulder to leave the room (laughs) because he didn't believe. Yes. Which, I, I was like, okay, now that's funny. It was. It was. Um, so it had some moments that were good, but I don't know if I would think... It, it wasn't a recommendation for me, to, yeah. but I, I can see why you like it. I also like that one, just one last thing on it. Mm. Like, he's getting, you know, attacked by the bad guy in the end, and Scully comes out of the elevator, and she has quite the badass moment. Like, her firing that gun, I'm just oh, like... Oh, yeah, she knows she's, what she's doing. She saved him. Yeah. I always thought that was fun, you know? Talk about the woman coming into the rescue. That was cool. Now, out of every one of them that you've listed that I've watched, this, I think, is the more horrific one, is Home. Oh, and it's generally considered one of the most disturbing yeah, of all uh, the episodes. Yeah, fourth episode, um, or I mean, fourth season, episode two, yeah. where the inbreds yeah. killing their... Yeah, it's it's disturbing. It's and it's like, apparently, I was reading an article that was listing, like, because I was trying to figure out which episodes I was going to tell you, and apparently there were... Like some really legitimate complaints about this episode, like fans felt betrayed by this episode because it was so horrific. I know I'm just oh, like, oh, ridiculous. whatever. Yeah, don't. Betray. It's just one episode. They'll be back to normal next be week. Fine, yeah. but yeah, it was. I mean, they didn't pull any punches. Apparently, they did not. 
I think the thing that really put people over the edge was them burying the baby alive in the beginning. That was kind of the... Oh, was it alive? Yeah. Oh, I I thought it had died. No, I'm I'm, I'm remembering... If I'm remembering right, it was still crying when they were putting it under. It could have been. Yeah. I I was... uh, You know, it's weird that you said that. I was taken aback that they showed the baby during the autopsy. Yes. Now, granted, obviously, it's a fake thing. Sure. And it was a inbred, mutated child. Yes. So it even looked even more ridiculous. Yes. But it did take me back that they were actually showing it because, you know, most shows tend to stay away from child or baby death. Yeah. It'll happen off screen or in conversation or if it does happen, they don't show it. Yeah. I think they took a they took a chance with this episode. And I think it worked out like the episode is frightening. The episode, unfortunately, um, it, it falls under its own weight of. Well, we've seen so many movies of the inbred hillbillies that it's kind of like, oh, this is their inbred hillbilly episode. Right. And depending on timeline, was this before a certain, uh, like the wrong turn films? Yeah. yeah. Clearly this was before that. Yeah. Or, but, you know, The Hills Have Eyes was clearly way before X-Files. So it's art imitating art imitating art again you know which is great because that's when you get some of the best stuff i mean hell even supernatural has had their inbred family storylines at least twice which i like i remember the inbred family in um um uh supernatural didn't they have all the weird stuff hanging from the ceilings and everything yeah i don't know why i'm such a sucker for that type of stuff well and and the supernatural one was what was funny about the supernatural one is that they thought it was a ghost uh, and yeah. then the ghost crosses into the salt, the, the circle of salt, and they realize, oh, it's not a ghost. It's just mutant hillbilly people living yeah. in a house. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, that's disturbing. Yeah. Like, th- that actually had the, one of the most disturbing, out of 12 seasons of Supernatural, one of the most top five things that I always think about is, like, if you were to say, what is the five most scariest, disturbing things you remember about the show? This is always in my top ten or five. Is the girl is in her bed, and you hear the dog licking her hand, mm-hmm. and then the dog comes into the room, yeah. and you're like, "What the fuck was licking her goddamn hand?" <laughs> because, you know, and that like, to oh. me really got me. And yeah. then you find out, well, it's Brit Hillbilly people, but yeah, yeah the, the, this one was weird. Like, I like the concept of them keeping the traps mm-hmm. in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like the concept that the traps is what actually killed them because they forgot about their own traps because yep. they stupid hillbilly yeah. people. Yeah. Uh, what was the makeup and prosthetics were fantastic. Boy, the mom because was they're gross. So, yeah, just amazing. The mom alone, as far as a makeup appliance, is a work of art. Yeah. Like, because she's disgusting. Yeah, she was. Uh, if you're if you haven't seen the episode, if you're listening, it's she was in a car accident. And they didn't want her to go to the hospital, so they basically patched her up themselves. Now, was that a, a, a quadriplegic woman playing the role? I don't know. That's a good question. I okay. haven't looked that up. I, I didn't. Look I didn't up. look it up at all because I figured you'd know. You know, it's um, interesting. I didn't look it up. Yeah. I it, it had to be because it was too good not to be. Yeah, and the effects. I don't think by the time this show came out, no, I don't think the not for TV budget. Not yet. So not yet. I'm going to say I think it was probably a, a quadriplegic. That's all right. All right we don't need to know her. We'll just go with it. Yeah, it's fine. Um, and if not, then she's talented. She's but if not, talented. even if she was talented, nevertheless. Yes. But when you figured out that that was a mom and not a girl being kept in the house, that was disgusting. That was terrifying. Um, yeah, the fact that they just kept 
inbreeding with the same mother to create her clan or whatever. Because they don't want to need anybody else. They yeah. just want to keep themselves to themselves. And then there was the fourth kid that no one knew about. Yeah. And you're just like, oh. And then she take her. And it was just, yeah, it's a disturbing episode. And even to the point where they killed the sheriff. That oh. was way violent. That was more violent than I was expecting for X-Files. I always sort of forget because we see so many like stabbings and shootings sure. and everything just to beat someone to death. Mm-hmm. You know, that's hard to watch. It's it's funny that you um I watched this episode this particular week. Luke Cage just dropped on Netflix. Yep. There's a beating to death scene. Ooh. It borders lines. Like, you really? you don't see a thing. Really? Did you finish Daredevil? Yes. Okay, so you know yes. when he beat the man to death with the car door? Yes. It's yes. on that level, ooh, ooh. but you don't, again, you don't see the person getting their head chopped off by the car door, yeah. but it's on the sound effects mm-hmm. and the crunching, and you were just like, oh, you guys really do know how to make ultra-violence passable where I the visuals in my head are more disturbing than what you're doing exactly and also I don't think if they actually showed what you're hearing it probably wouldn't get past the censors no <laughs> be like, it's but, a little too but much. like not I mean it doesn't spoil anything that a bad guy kills someone with his fist in the cage <laughs> but there's a moment where I'm, I'm, I was watching it last night and this you hear the beating and the meat sound got sloppy yeah. and wet and you should be hearing crunching and I yep. was like Oh, okay, you've hit bone. This that is, man's dead now. Yeah. Like, you've now gone beyond, I'm beating you, now it's to death. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's the body's just dissolving at this and, point. And so to see that, you know, the, it kind of when they were stabbing the sheriff and his wife, like, it was visceral. Like, it was gross. But my, my <laughs> why was it the sheriff's door locked? That, like exactly. that was just like you're a fucking sheriff for God's sake. And it seemed to be like he kept on hammering on the thing about you know this is a small town yeah. and we're good people and this kind of thing doesn't happen here. And I'm like, and yet you had the crazy hillbilly family that you knew about yeah, and a dead baby's been found. You know. So. Also, I don't know why the crazy hillbilly family didn't just bury that baby on their property. Like they went outside their fence right. to do it. Exactly. You're like, Maybe they just okay. didn't know how far away was far away. Sure, it was dark. I mean, no, they are not bright. Like, clearly, they're hillbilly inbred people. Yeah. <laughs> I guess the whole locking the door thing, I mean, we grew up, that's what you do. You lock oh, your doors. I always you lock your car door. doors and everything. I have talked to people since I've been in San Diego who are just like, um, no, I don't really lock you I don't know? understand those people. I And if people can think that in San Diego, which San Diego is a good place, but San Diego has its problems sure. as much. But if they can do that there, I guess it's just some places where people just don't think to do it. My ex-roommate Brian never locks a door. It's so interesting. I'm like, what do you mean you're not locking a door? He's like, well, you know, no one's going to take anything. You don't know that. Well, that's the thing. (laughs) I mean, in here, I mean, I live in a pretty safe area and everything. We've had bikes stolen out of this building. Sure. happens? Why do you think my bike's in here? (laughs) I I triple check my locks before going to bed. I haven't. Also because I have an OCD problem. Well, that's fine, too. But I lock my door. It's like, do I think anything's going to actually happen? No. Would I feel stupid if something did happen and I hadn't locked the damn door? Yes. But they made such a point to show him not locking the door right. and then he was just like well I better go downstairs and get my gun why isn't your gun next to you in in a nightstand now granted yeah. I understand gun safety in households are not supposed to be in the same room blah 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 but you a cop yeah 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 I think most cops have like guns planted around the house in various because they know what bad things can happen at least not that I believe your, a gun makes you safe no 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 but, no, but at yeah. least having your gun your, your gun lockup box 
in your bedroom, yeah. not downstairs in your study. Right. <laughs> just, do you? Do you yeah. I wonder. I don't know if anybody else thinks. Is anybody else listening? I don't. I don't want to have a gun. I, I want to go take a gun class, not sure, just sure, like gun sure. safety. I want to know how to actually fire one and unload it. Because right now, I wouldn't have the slightest idea. But I don't ever want to have a gun in the house because I sometimes sleepwalk. And I just really don't like the idea of what might happen if I wake up and I'm dreaming and I'm scared and I get a hold of a gun. I mean, that would be... So maybe that's what it is. Maybe the sheriff uh, sleepwalked. Oh, sure. Sure, fine. Yeah. Realistic. His wife probably didn't want a gun in the bedroom. Also, probably more realistic. Yeah. I could could see a a wife who's not comfortable. Yeah. But also, you married a cop. Yeah, that's true. You should know what you're getting into at that point, you know? But... Overall, I thought it was a good episode. It definitely fit the more horrific mm. of the ones that you chose to, for me to watch. Um, now, out of the six that I did watch, I will admit, though, Bad Blood, yeah. fifth season, episode 12, was probably my favorite that you maybe watched. Apparently, Jillian Anderson's favorite as well, she has um, said. And it's definitely, it's if it's not my most favorite episode, it's in the top five. It's so tongue-in-cheek. It's great. And out of everything, it's the one I feel that fit more Halloweeny. Yes, because it's dealing with vampires. Yes. Um, if you're not from, it's um, what they call it a Rashomon episode because it's like Rashomon was a, a play and it was about a, a Japanese samurai who was killed. And you hear from like his wife, you hear from a bandit, you hear mm. from like a guy who was just a soldier on the scene or whatever. Everybody tells a story of how this guy was killed and their stories are all different and their stories are usually made out to make them seem a little bit better right. so that's why when you have a story like this where scully tells it from her point of view and then we see the same story from Mulder's point of view and they're both different though Mulder, i think was exaggerating more on purpose clearly yeah exactly the buck teeth was great it, it was it was funny to watch the different versions of their you know telling the stories um the fact that Luke Wilson popped up was very much something like I told you, Luke right? Wilson. That right. I think that was the first time I ever saw him in anything. Um, young Luke Wilson. I was just yeah. I was like, oh, second day working. Mm. Um, but what was funny about the whole thing is at the end of the day, vampires are real in their world. Yeah, and yeah. and that was what took me aback the most. Of that is just like okay. So now you've entered another monster into your, your your repertoire of monsters. Yes. But again, there's no proof. Right. And we're not quite sure what the outcome is. Right. And I was like, that's really the allegory for this show. Yeah. Is that, eh, we're going to show you that there's all sorts of monsters, but there's no proof and you can't prove it. That's and right. And you're just like, God damn it. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 but it was so... If you had shown me this in whenever air, like 98 or whatever, I probably would have been like, oh, shit, I didn't see that twist coming. Right, right. Unfortunately, I've seen every vampire movie to date, Mm -hmm. so pretty much I saw that twist coming a mile away. When he was in the car and he gave her the coffee, he was like, "Mm, that coffee's drugged. Coffee, yeah. And she was like, oh. And I was like, oh, didn't see, bitch, come on. (laughs) Come on, you didn't see that coming? You know, and then he was, his yellow eyes, I was just like, well, of course he's the head vampire. (laughs) And you're right, because when I saw that episode, when he's just like, you know, he just doesn't understand the concept of low profile right. and I'm like eee! 
I just love that they went there. I, I thought it, yeah. I, I thought the I shark teeth were, the fake teeth were absolutely ridiculous. Oh, the fact that they're vampires, but they just don't have fangs, yeah. you know? And I'm Which, sure most of sure. them, most of them were probably not sleeping in coffins. That was probably just that the one so stupid ridiculous. kid. I know. <laughs> and he was listening to his Walkman, too. I was, when they opened the coffin, I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. All right, I'll, I'll give it to you. Because yeah. at this point in this episode, mm-hmm. if you didn't have a coffin, I would be like, where's the coffin? Yeah. And also, um, he's a moron. He wants to be a traditional sure. vampire. Empire. The fact that he stabbed him through the heart, though, I was like, all right, that probably would have killed any vampire. And I don't mean because the wooden stake through the heart thing is yeah. the, the cliche. I'm like, I feel you stab someone through the heart, living or dead, it has to take a toll. Isn't, <laughs> like, there, isn't there, is there a thing in the vampire myths that you have to stake them through the heart, but you have to bury them with the stake? Because the autopsy guy did remove the stake, and that's and when it he depends got on which lore you go with. That's what I, I mean, love if, about if, vampires. Yeah, if you go with traditional Dracula lore, yeah. you stab them with the stake through the heart, and then you have to cut off their head and burn the head. So it's a two-part it's deal. It's a two-part deal. Right. But you get Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and you stab them through the heart, and they dissolve into a pile of or dust. Or cut off just their head. Right, exactly. Or silver. Or in True Blood, they dissolve into a giant explosion. Such the, the most worst, disgusting the worst. vampire thing ever. I know. It's just because they always have to show them cleaning up the pieces. It was just kind of like, oh, if there's one thing this show doesn't need is that. That like, is just every <laughs> single friggin' time with the gobs of things. and ugh. Like when she killed him in the final episode, I was like, you can do that from like above. Yeah. Like, you know what? In fact, give him the fucking stick. Please, yes. He can fall on it. That would be fine. You don't you need know? to have it explode all on you. No, no. We had to have Sexy like. And yeah. you're like, that's not sexy. We had to have way. that just one more time. It was so gross. Yeah. yeah no, it was a fun episode. Um, it, it was just, it was a, it was one of those things you were just like, oh, so vampires are alive in this world. Yep, yep. Alrighty. Which I, I just, the <laughs> Trailer epi- Park Vampires. <laughs> if you were, if you were shipping Mulder and Scully at that point to watch them just harp on each other was actually kind of refreshing. I mean, they're both basically like, I love you, but I am so sick of you. And this is how I see you. She sees Mulder as like crazy, will believe anything. And he sure. sees her as a harpy, you know? Yeah, he awesome. did see her really harsh. He really did. Like, That's always remember. It wasn't even real cream cheese. It was light cream cheese. You know, was so it, was it the, um, the, when they, uh, they meet Luke Wilson the second time. Like his idea of her was just like, "Hi, <laughs> I know you're pretty." Just, just like so that. like repeating things that have already been said because she was just like putting on her gloves. So no uh, exam has been done, and they're like, "Well, we just said that," but she's all distracted because he's hot <laughs> with the buck teeth. With the buck teeth was so great. Yeah, no, it was a fun. It's it, the the show definitely fits the vibe of fun tongue in cheek horror sci-fi elements for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, did they typically do like a Halloween episode per se? Would like this would have been their Halloween I think, episode? I think it probably would have been. I don't honestly remember because the whole show was kind because of on the, the scary episode. side. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. So, but the episodes like, these were all like with War of the Carpophages and Bad Blood they they were so lighthearted. You may have a different idea of the show, but yeah. they just still compared to some of the really heavy mythology. There's another one called Jose Chung's from Outer Space. <laughs> I haven't got the vague idea what the hell's going on in that episode, but it's also one of my favorites. Uh-huh. But it is so over the top weird. I was like, I can't let Leland see this. Watch it at some point because sure. it's hilarious and stupid. But I just I love that. Well, one the too. name is. 
Jose Chung's from Outer Space. Yeah. yeah, it's meant to be like, this is weird for weird's sake, but I always like those ones better. So you would say, on a, on a good note, this would be your like top five, top six to watch? Um, I, for... would, I would take Squeeze and Tombs out of there. I just yeah. like them because they're very definitive of what the first season looked like. Sure. That's why I like them. But there are other episodes that I like better than those two. I also... Um, yeah, you know, I could, I, I should go through a list at some point and show you the episodes that I didn't want to have you watch just because there's so much mythology, but I still like them. Sure, so. sure, sure. But Bad Blood and War of the Carpophages are in my top five, absolutely. All right, right on. Yeah. Well, so if you're looking to watch something scary or spooky or at least unsettling yeah. for um, sci-fi reasons, then mm-hmm. um, we've given you at least six options from the X-Files train. There you go. And of course, the whole series is... All on Netflix. All of that. But so, I don't know yeah. if the newest episodes are on Netflix. Not yet, yet I don't believe. Okay. But uh, but you can always watch those on like Fox.com or something. Yeah, exactly. So, Somebody's right. got them. Yeah. Uh, that is us for this week. X Files. Yay. Huzzah. Uh, all right. I'm Leland and here with Elizabeth. And we will see you next week. Bye, guys.